All right, and welcome back to the Alpha Primal podcast. A little, uh, little different look for those who are watching us on the video version of this. Um, a little different look as parents. We have to be pretty adaptive to our new daughter's needs. And her need for uh, movement. She yes. likes movement just as much as her father. Well, uh, yes, she does. She likes movement. So sorry for the bouncing. This is going to make you sick if you're watching. Yes. But she doesn't like movement with everybody. Well, she likes movement with mom. The <laughs> she loves the movement with mom. Yes. No. Um, so yes, well, welcome back. Like for those, like I said, for those who are listening to or watching the video, uh, different look. We're standing. We're sort of bouncing around a little bit. But um, so this week, what I wanted to do, so we wanted to go over a little bit of a recap. Um, since this is a video blog as well as a podcast, go over a vlog a little bit about last week, some of the exercise, exercises and meals that we had last week as far as nutrition goes, as well as um, then get into the topic of intermittent fasting. Um, so that's, uh, how was your week? How was uh, exercise? You got, you got how many in this week? Including today, I got three workouts in. So I did Monday, which was... crushed it this morning. Monday, I, I had um, pull-ups and push-ups. So that was the first time I've done pull-ups in probably four or five, maybe more months. Yeah. So I was extremely sore <laughs> after Monday. Like Tuesday and Wednesday, it was... A struggle to pick Arden up mm. out of her uh, pack and play, and yeah, it was just a little bit more difficult to move those days. My arms, my back, and also my core. Yeah. So even getting out of bed, like, <laughs> that whole roll, grunting and trying yeah. to roll out of bed. You go back to like the pregnancy roll where you like roll on your side and then push up <laughs> in order to get And that's a bed. little bit more difficult for you because you get up more throughout the night and go to the bathroom. You have a baby bladder. And I have the baby. And you have the baby. So yeah, two things. Yeah, so it wasn't like knockout for the night. And, yep. No. So I had to take two days off because um, the no, next you workout. You completely take those off. You were still doing some stretch. Like I, 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 want, I want people to understand that there is there. There's a difference between when we say we're taking a day off, and then when I hear some people say they take a day off, and it's like, you know, Netflix and chill by myself with no one else, just sitting on the for couch hours. for hours. No, I still went on a um, walks. Mm -hmm. Still was stretching and moving and stuff. So. But I didn't do a planned workout. So I got got in my next one on Thursday and then again this morning. So hopefully I'm still on week two. I have two more workouts. So I'm not really like falling in the exact week patterns. Mm -hmm. But I'm just working, uh, checking off one exercise at a time and working through the workout plan that you made for me. And, and at your own pace. Right. And that's the most important thing. Like it's at your own pace. It's on the days that are um, a little bit more convenient for you you have a little bit more time right. um you're not feeling as sore exactly yeah so this week um i i got in well i got in i got in a, a workout pretty much every day this week 
um, focused a little, I had about three days that were focused on strength and strictly strength training. Um, a pretty good cardio day, pretty good run. It was taking advantage of these last couple of days outside. Did you run into anything on your run? I know, so <laughs> yes, thank you. I was out for my run, um, feeling great, finished up my run, and we have a hill, you know, 200 meters uh, north of us. And so I'm like feeling good, walking there with confidence, got my got my headphones in, got my music going. It's making me, you know, I'm getting excited. And then as soon as I get to the bottom of the hill, um, a skunk crosses the street and then goes into the ditch right at the bottom of the hill. And I'm <laughs> like, it's nighttime. It is, it's the skunk's time. I'm not trying to disturb if it was daytime, it'd be a different story. I'm like, hmm, hills can wait. <laughs> hills can wait tonight. I don't need them that bad. So turned around, came home, did do some stretching, did some, some animal upper body flow type stuff. So um, <laughs> just, you didn't want to have to sleep outside after being stressed. Yeah, you know, I, I just I wanted to be around my family for the next couple of days. We appreciate it. So, so yeah, I got I, I did get a good run in. Um, Friday mornings have have become uh, pretty pretty fun for me. After my first couple of clients, I get a, I get a pretty good workout in then. Um, so you know, just fitting in my workouts where I can, where it's convenient and. And making sure, making sure just to, to keep it, keep it going, keep it active. Um, so nice. that's what I did this week. Sounds good. Meals were good. Good week. Yeah, meals were good. Meals were planned. We we we're making tonight um, some ribs with uh, sweet potato fries. Just got some great advice from my mom about how to make them. And a veggie. I'm not sure which one, but yeah, we'd have to pick that up. We'll have to pick one. Yeah. And then this week for our meal prep, we're doing an egg bake in the morning mm -hmm. uh, with spaghetti squash. Mm -hmm. Our lunch is uh, quinoa mixed with some veggies. I think carrots mm -hmm. and broccoli and then mm -hmm. ground beef. Mm -hmm. And our dinner. Don't know what kind of flavoring we're going to put in there yet. No. We're put... Yeah. Dinner, we're going to do uh, turkey burgers and sweet potatoes and Brussels sprouts. Is that what you got? Nope. <laughs> definitely. I know that was on sale. Definitely didn't get Brussels sprouts. What'd you get? Uh, zucchini and yellow squash. Okay. So we'll do some sort of like zucchini and yellow squash fries or something like that. Sounds good. We'll see. And we still have some soup left over. Got some soup. Love them soups. Patrick's favorite. So he gets to finish it. Well, this weekend's going to be cold. And, and next week. And next week. I'm just, well, that soup might not last until next week. I'm just saying. Well, we'll see. But I love some soups during the uh, cold season. So. All right. Well, let's. Uh, yeah. So today's topic. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shove it over here to Ashley because she's our nutritional expert. Um, <laughs> come on, you got this. Okay. You're the, you're the one that I go to. Um, so intermittent fasting. Um, let's dive into that that sort of topic area. So the basics of uh, intermittent fasting is basically that you're the basics and the basically basically basics. basically basics. Um, the basically basics are that you are shortening your period of your eating window. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to be eating all day long. Somehow you're shortening it 
whether you actually not, you're, there's a time period where you're not eating you're not consuming any calories yes so this doesn't mean that during that period that you eat that you can eat whatever you want mm -hmm. and it's a free-for-all mm -hmm. and that and that in that, in that breaking of the fast period right right so say which i know a lot of people when i talk to them that's the first thing that they say well yeah you know i just eat whatever i want when i'm not fasting but 16 hours of not fa of fasting I'm like, no, it doesn't work that way right. <laughs> no. so basically what you're doing is you're shortening your window of eating so mm -hmm. say you start eating at noon then you eat or you only eat until um say seven o'clock and then from seven until noon the next day you're not eating right. so during the time that you are eating though you want to make sure that you get enough calories in but you're not overeating so it's right. kind of tricky you still want to eat enough to fuel your body but you don't want to say binge eat because you have it because you're starving so would you say like so say someone who is eating you know three meals a day four meals a day are you trying to eat those same four meals in the day but space them out a little differently because you only have an eight eight hour window or what as far as when you are able to consume am i looking what what kind of foods am i cons looking to consume well first um you're not going to take four meals and then just try to shove them into an eight six, hour yeah an eight right. Six to eight hour period. Right. So, uh, so I should I should. So you might like that mindset in general. Yeah. So you're going to change up um, your meals and mm -hmm. what they look like. Mm -hmm. um, first and foremost, first and foremost, um, before you start intermittent fasting, you should be eating primarily aligned foods. So that means what we've kind of been preaching. Discussing um, the, the whole, wholer foods and more natural. Yeah. Yeah. So before you try intermittent fasting, first switch your um, diet to eating natural fruits, vegetables, good protein sources, good sources of carbs like starchy, vegetable, or starchy vegetables, uh, fruits, things like that. So first you have to change the way you're eating to be primal aligned then after that then you can start doing intermittent fasting so i would say starting off try to keep your um, window period of eating 12 hours so whether that's eight to eight seven to seven you know 12 to 12. the 12 hour where you're fasting yes that's and that's and that's a lot different than most people that i talk to because they're most more times than not i'm hearing about a 16 hour window of, of well, I'm just saying this is to start right. off. If right. you haven't ever done it, start at 12 hours. And that's what, I wanna, I think, that's what I want to get. I want people to understand and, and, and to clarify. I, I think even if you're not intermittent fasting, 12 hours is a pretty good window right. to just be at, anyways. And especially so say, that, that eight to eight, that yeah. eight to eight time. I mean, a lot of times we there's no reason. There's no reason for us to be eating unless you have a later shift. Now I know there are times where I work until nine o'clock at night. So I come home and I'll eat, but if I don't work till you're not point, waking up and eating at 8 a.m. True. So very true. You're not your your window is still short, right. shorter. So that eight to eight should be pretty easy to do. Then once you um, get into that period, then I would start going 13 hour fast. So keep working up 
until you get to a 16 hour um, fasting yeah. period. Just like anything, slowly progression, slow progressions. So, just like we preach. Yes, one step at a time. <laughs> one little small step at a time. Um, once you get to 16 hours, then you then technically that would be a good um, fasting period for you. Okay. And then stick to 16 hours. You can stick to, stick to 16 hours or listen to your body and see. You know, now, is this more for somebody who wants to do it on a pretty regular basis? Because, I mean, and, and I know there have been a couple people that we have followed before on any sort of social media site or, or uh, fitness professionals, and they have gone, you know, and, and I've, I've experiment, experimented with this myself where I've gone 24-hour fasts, 36-hour fasts. Well, that's um, the good thing about it is that it doesn't have to look the same every day. Mm-hmm. So you can um, do the 16-hour fast, but then the next day, if you say you usually start eating at 12, if the next day at 12 you're not hungry, then listen to your body. Right. And say the next day you have a breakfast meeting, then change your fasting period to start earlier. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of flexibility with it. Right. Or do it during the week if it's easier for you to not eat in the morning because you're at work and you're busy and your mind's, you know, distracted. So you're fine without eating in the morning. But then on the weekends you wake up and you're hungry, then you can change your intermittent fasting that way. Cool. And you don't even have to intermittent fast on the weekend if you wanted. So you can change it up. Go, go hog wild. <laughs> No, I actually do more. Inter I think I do more fasting on the weekends than I do during the week for sure. Yeah. For me. But that's also because we're a little bit more structured during the week. And you have to just go by what feels right for you. Mm -hmm. So it's not, intermittent fasting isn't like a structured thing where it has to look the same every day. Mm -hmm. It's what your body needs. So mm -hmm. say the next day you wake up, you usually don't eat till noon, but you're starving. Well, then. Go ahead and eat. Right. That's your body telling you to eat. Yeah. No, you can you can get through, and I want people to understand. There's um, it, it, hunger pangs are not the end of the world. You can get through that. Um, and a lot of times, if you just wake up, you feel hungry, you have a full glass or two of water. That it goes away. Yeah. Right. You might just be dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dehydration is a huge one. Huge one. Um, I'm I'm pretty so. I never, I'm not, I'm not familiar as far as, I shouldn't say that, I, I'm familiar with intermittent fasting. I've never viewed it as intermittent fasting. I've always viewed it as fasting. Like, and, and, and so um, any, any sort of advice I give at this, from this point is all just personal experience of yeah. how I'm I. I'm not a medical professional, right. so. Right. So don't take, don't take my, like, oh, Pat said, said this, and that's what, you know, that's what it has to be. So I, I want you, it, this is all just personal experience from what I have done as far as intermittent fasting go, intermittent fasting goes. Um, I started off doing this at a lot younger age. Um, throughout my high school, or even junior high and high school years, I was a wrestler. So there were times where I was definitely fasting. Um, and going through longer periods of fasting. So, the, and the reason I'm saying this is because I've gotten to a point in where my body is very much more fat adaptive. So I can go through a 24, 36 hour period of fasting and 
it's going to be different because my body is going to, to start utilizing the fat and, and you turning that into the sugar that needed for energy. So just like, like Ashley was saying, just starting off and trying to go to a 16 hour fast is probably not the smartest thing to do. The way you should think about it is instead of like, I'm going to be doing intermittent fasting, I'm going to be doing 12 hours of not eating after dinner, I'm going to stop eating. And then I'm going to eat again at breakfast. So that's that eight to eight period that we're talking about. Have dinner at seven o'clock, eight o'clock, you're done eating. And then wait till the breakfast time, eight o'clock in the morning and eat again. That's your 12 hour window, but that begins the, the process of your body becoming fat adaptive and learning to, to turn to fat instead of the sugars, instead of the carbs for energy, um, and, and pull it from storage rather than the immediate. That's one of the things, one of the benefits is right. that your body is using stored fat for when energy. Eventually down the line. Yes. Right. That's once, what that's the Once you have changed your diet to be primarily aligned right. and then started slowly incorporating intermittent fasting, your body is using the stored fat that mm -hmm. you have as energy. So right. that's why it can also trigger weight loss or other and, 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 and that's where it's, I don't want to call it targeted fat loss, but that's where you, people are like, oh, this is how I hear you can lose a lot of body fat, not, not body weight, body fat percentage. And, and yes, to a certain degree, you can get to that point. You don't have it right off the bat. If all you've been doing is cargo load, like high sugars, carbs, yeah. fat, like fatty foods that are your body isn't going to automatically be fat adaptive. Yes. You have to get it. To, you have to get it to the point where and adapt it to the point of being fat adaptive. And once you break your fast, so the first meal, if you're eating bagels, cereal, mm -hmm. you know, if you're at breakfast or something, is very high in uh, grains and um, processed food you're not going to feel the best. Right. So you, you need to break the fast with a good, well-rounded meal that has vegetables, a good protein source. Yeah. You know, you're really fueling your body, um, some healthy fats. Mm -hmm. You're really going to fuel your body. So um, another thing I wanted to mention is that um, and you, you don't want to break your fast by having coffee with creamer or something like that. Mm. In order to not break your fast in the morning, so oh, say, this is to stay compliant with yeah. the, 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 the intermittent fasting, so to speak. Right. Okay. So you wake up in the morning, you don't plan to eat until 12. Mm -hmm. So you can have water, you can have black coffee, you can have green tea, but anything else that uh, sparks your insulin mm -hmm. is not is going to um, break the yeah. fast. So that's going to be counterproductive of what you're trying to right. do. Even yeah. chewing gum, even right. mint. That's a big one that people have to understand. That's gonna that's going to to, to trigger your insulin. insulin. Yeah, and, and you gotta that's that's the whole point of uh, you're losing the point of fasting. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to have coffee with some something in it, then wait till you are gonna break your fast at noon to have your coffee. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, if you if you have to have that coffee with sugar or or with like, cream or something uh, like, like a bulletproof that. coffee. Right. right. Like so that's and, one thing to mention. And that's, a, and that's a very good point. And, and I think, I think, you know, you touched upon it and, and, and definitely what I wanted to get across. And I think I've talked about this before is the importance of, because a lot of, a lot of times I get people who, who won't do the intermittent fasting because they're like, oh, well, 
my doctor says breakfast is the most important meal of the, the day. And I'm not disputing that. I'm not disputing that at all. Bre breaking your fast is the most important meal of the day. So whether you're breaking your fast at 7 a.m., uh, 8 a.m., noon, when you break your fast, that's probably, you're right, the most important meal of the day. So if you're taking in shitty foods, you're going to feel like shit. So I, 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 I'm, I'm agreeing with everybody when I say breaking your fast is the most important meal of the day. But you're not going to say that the traditional term of breakfast, that, you know, that 8 a.m. breakfast time with Cheerios, that's not breakfast. <laughs> that's not breaking your fast. I'm sorry. Yeah, you need to break your fast with good food. Right, right. Yeah. Something no. that's going to fuel your body for I the agree. day. I agree. So what are, um, we went through some of the tips. What are some of the things to watch out for? Um, some some people that you would maybe not recommend? Um, so definitely not if you're like pregnant or breastfeeding, you need calories. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to listen to your body. You're providing for another human. Mm -hmm. So not you. Right. Not if you're pregnant or breastfeeding. Um, or even if you're trying to get pregnant. Danielle, you're breastfeeding. No intermittent fasting. I can't call out my sister-in-law. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, it's not, I'm, I can't wait to meet Roman. It's not for kids. Um, your kids are growing. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. um, and also, if you have disordered eating, it might help. It might not help. It might trigger some other, you know, kind of. Some mental of the, some of those bad thoughts that you had about it before yeah yeah and it might get you into more disordered eating so if you have a history of disordered eating um i would definitely recommend to be cautious or don't yeah. even try i mean honestly with 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 a lot of disordered eatings i would very much recommend people with disordered i would try to steer away from any sort of regimen as right. far as that goes you know like counting calories fat or macronutrients, micronutrients, whatever it is, like anybody who has an eating, like a true eating disorder, I'm pretty, I would be pretty hesitant about yeah. giving that kind of If you have something thing. like that, then you need to seek professional right. help to, to get you through that. Right. Um, but the, the, besides those few people that I had mentioned, it's just really important to listen to your body. So if you start having crappy sleep, if you're a woman and your cycle is messed up or you lose your period or something like that, then this probably isn't the best for you yeah. or at this time. Yeah. Now, so, when, when we first talked about this, that had happened to you? Yeah, my cycle was messed up. So mm. I said, okay, this isn't working this. for me, especially since we were trying to get pregnant. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you really have to say, is this gonna be right for me? Try it out. And listen to your body. If your body doesn't respond well, then this isn't for you. So well, there, there really you pay go. attention. I'm I, I'm a big proponent of it. It obviously at this time, was very very now de 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 detrimental to to what she was trying to do and what she and, and for her. So I mean, there you go. There's there's there, so that, there you go. Intermittent fasting is not for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> um. Some of the other things that we did want to talk about was to make sure that you don't, which we kind of already mentioned, that you don't overeat during mm -hmm. your period. 
of eating. Mm -hmm. So you're getting eight hours to eat. It doesn't mean eight hours to eat anything and everything. And that's or what I've heard. I've, you, I've seen that happen too. And and I'm not. I'm not even just if talking. You two hours right. and you shove in a whole pizza right. or a cake or whatever. You right. know, doesn't mean overeat. It doesn't mean you can eat anything. Right. Still have to eat primally aligned right. and fuel your body. So have a very filling, satisfying um, first meal, and then go from there. See what your body needs after that. Mm -hmm. Is what I would kind of recommend how to break your fast with the um, with that. Okay. What do you think about um, exercise and intermittent fasting? Do you have to eat before you exercise? Like some, like a lot of people think. No. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm going to, I'm going again. This is, this is a bit purely based off me, and and it's, it, and I guess it's sort of the mentality that that mindset that I sort of got into, um, just as I've gone through my my journey and, 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 and gone through some of the um, processes of how intermittent affects me and affects my body. Um, I, I actually prefer to work out after, a, like at the well, end of the while I'm on the fasting. So I usually like to go for a, or go for a fast. Um, right now I'm, I'm probably on a, what? 10 hour, 12 hour fast right now? No, probably longer than that. Around 12 hours, around coming, 12 hours. coming around to 12 hours, maybe maybe even 14 hours right now. But I like to get to an end, the end of a fast, work out, and then and then break my fast. I don't know why. So a lot of the science that I've, I've, I've read about, your body actually doesn't, you like it's not pulling from any, any contents in your stomach. So any energy that you consume within that, like, 40, an hour, 45 minutes, your body's not actually utilizing that within the hour workout that you're about to do. So all the, all the, um, all the calories that you are going to use during the workouts are already stored calories. So it's kind of like a switch in your mindset. If you do typically think, okay, I have to drink this protein shake, or I have to eat this, uh, protein bar or something before I work out, you don't really have to. It's a mindset thing. Right. You think you have to. Right. Now, and, and, and I want I want people to understand. I, I use fasting for the purposes of healing. That's what I use fasting for. Well, that's what it does. Right. So I, I I'm not I'm no. not a, I don't do intermittent fasting every single day. I fast when I'm trying to heal. Like <laughs> last night we had. I'm gonna throw some truth out there. Last night we had some okay. some uh, some frozen. Home run and pizza. I even I even looked at it like as I was about to eat it, I saw the cheese sort of melted, and I'm just like, oh my, that looks so fake. It just looks so fake. I'm about to put this into my body. I'm paying for it this morning. I'm paying for it this morning, and not to say that like like I said, we're human. There are going to be nights and times we where we have, eat. we don't eat perfectly. Right. Under, you know, we we live by the eighty twenty rule. Right. Eighty percent of the time. We're eating our best. Right. Twenty percent, we might not. Hundred percent of the time, we're 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 doing the eighty twenty percent. No, <laughs> um, but anyway. So so I mean, I, yes, I, I I I was feeling guilty as I was eating it, but I was also like, you know, again, we don't do this all the time. I can afford this. This morning, I regret it. I regret it. 
it wasn't worth it. And it got, and actually we, we've had this conversation before this podcast, pizza may be on the no go list for me. You know, that makes me think of one of the things, um, Melissa Urban says the whole 30 creator. Hmm. Um, she says before you eat something that isn't, you know, aligned with, um, whole 30 or what works for your body, say, is it worth it? And if it's not, then don't eat it. So you didn't ask yourself that. I didn't, I didn't ask myself that, but I also, I, I didn't, I don't think I'd gotten to this point in my mind where like, I mean, I was at the, I took the car in this morning. I was at the car dealership. Um, before that it was, it was, I was in pain. It, it, just, it, just, it just clicked in my mind. It's like, I don't want it. Just like, just like anybody, like I, I've had friends who sit there and tell me like, you know, I, I've stopped drinking because even having one or two drinks, I felt shitty the next morning, hungover, dehydrated. So I've stopped drinking altogether. And I'm like, I'm like for, for as little as we eat pizza, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. I don't care. I don't care. Everybody's gonna be like, oh, you pizza. Pizza's great. Pizza's amazing. How could you not like pizza? I'm like, I like it. I love it. My body does I, like it. <laughs> but I just don't love it to the point where I, I am in significant pain this morning. I'm in severe, I, I just don't like it. I'm, I am waiting for this work. And, and one of the things that I like about intermittent fasting, when I do feel this way, I will use intermittent fasting and sort of just and these are the times where I really, truly love a workout at the end of a fast or right at, right before I break my fast, because it's that last little, just like drain the swamp, get everything out, and then yeah. let's refuel with something better. Let's refuel with something nutritious and, and just basically restart whatever the hell I did wrong here. And, and that's why that's truly what I like about exercising and, and, and fasting and what I use it for. Well, and fasting in general can help um, lower, you know, insulin, which helps repair your cells mm. and helps with cell division, which is good for anti-aging. Um, it's you know, all of my family. It's good for fighting disease. So, I mean, fasting does help um, your hormones work more efficiently for you. Yeah. For all my, well, I, I like the, 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 the aging one because it does help you. It does help fight, fight the aging process. Yeah. But for all of my family who listens to this, I need you to listen really closely because we are riddled with diabetes in my family. It helps with your insulin levels. You need to understand intermittent or fasting in general. Like my family, we, we need to, we need to stay on top of this as much as we can because even amongst my, you know, my closest, the people closest to me, uncles and aunts, we have diabetes in the family. So take care of yourself, people. Yeah. Take care of yourselves, silly family. So a short recap. Reach out to me. Uh, intermittent, <laughs> intermittent fasting can, it can be spontaneous or it can be planned. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do it every day. Yeah. Mine's very um, much spontaneous. Try it out. Um, see what works for you. Start with the 12 hour window and keep decreasing. If you need help with maybe snacking or some late night bad habits, things like that, find different activities to do during that time. Get your mind um, off it. That helps. That always does help. Yeah. And that's why that, that's why that last little bit, that last little you know extra hour that I'm trying to get, I'll do throw a workout in there because it just completely you know takes Thank your you. mind off it. 
have some have some fun with it. Distract yourself. But first, make sure you're eating primally. You know, primally. First thing you have to change primally. your uh, diet. Alpha primally. Eat alpha primally. <laughs> That's our new slogan. That's going to be our new slogan. Um, really quickly, we did say that we would have a giveaway. Oh, we do. For episode number 10. We do. So, if you are watching this, you yeah, can Message us down here. You can win this cookbook. I should have held her. She's got a baby over here. Um, cook once, eat all week. We have shared a bunch of recipes from here that we've uh, done before. It's a really great cookbook. Um, basically shows you how to make three different meals. You prep All every the same ingredients. So yeah. You don't have to, to, to choose like a bunch of different ingredients. So you get all the ingredients, you prep them on Sunday, and then three different times throughout the week, you make these three different meals. And all the ones that we've done so far, we've really loved. Yeah. Um, There's some really, uh, really good, good uh, recipes in there. So in order to be entered to win the cookbook, you have to either uh, comment on our video or somewhere on Facebook um, where Patrick has posted the um, podcast for the week. Just say that you listened. You listen and you want the cookbook. Just put some. No, no, of... say you listen and you're ready to prep. <laughs> you could say something along those lines. Just put a comment Prepped under the video or the podcast. I didn't want the little thing. Okay, good, baby. Good, good. All I'm right. Said. Um, next, next week. week. Yes, I will go into next week real quick. So I know, Arda. I know. Um, next week, we will be going over what I call the sort of one, one percent rule. Um, so a, a rule that I've implemented in my, in my training. Uh, but a uh, uh, mindset that I like to go through and go by for myself um, and a mindset that I've tried to have some of my clients take on as well. So um, that's, that's next week. Next week is the 1% rule. Um, check us out. We're on YouTube, Facebook, Podbean, SoundCloud. Oh, I'm trying to get on Spotify. So Stay tuned with that. I'll figure that one out. But uh, other than that, have a great week. See you guys. Bye.